Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Are you ready for some football? Well, ready or not. That's what you get in the fall. And that brings us to an annual tradition here at Talking Real Money, the annual fall preemptions. And since we're preempted by college football, you see our show is on in Seattle, Washington on Como Radio. And Como Radio carries the University of Washington Husky football games. Because we're on a station that carries a college team, you don't ever really know much in advance when you're going to be preempted. Now, we do know that we were preempted over Labor Day weekend, and we do know we will be preempted the next weekend. The weekend after that, we'll have an actual show, so we'll have the full podcast for you here on the podcast feed. The weekend after that, which I think is the 22nd, we don't know because TV decides when the game will be played. So what we are doing now, now that we have Talking Real Money quick, you still get some podcasts while we're away with our little preemptions. So welcome to Talking Real Money Quick. I'm going to give you two short editions this week. So you've got a couple of things to look forward to. This is the first one. And we have a mix this week of calls, good calls. And good emails, or actually, yeah, they're emails. They're sent through the website at TalkingRealMoney.com, but they count just the same. Uh, We have calls to our toll-free 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or you can drop us a note at TalkingRealMoney.com. Now, a quick note about just stuff. The free versions of Financial Physics, one at Apple's iBooks, and to the free PDF version of it, those will be going away probably in two weeks. Don't have the Kindle version up at Amazon yet. Just got the new updated printed version up there. So as soon as those are up, then we're going to start charging for the book on iBooks, and then you can buy it through the through uh, Kindle, Amazon. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And I think our first order of business today should be a call. Hi, Don. My question for you is, could you talk a little bit about HFAs? Specifically, I'm 30 years old, married. We both have steady income. We're fully funding our Roth and our workplace 401ks. And I'm kind of wondering if it would be possible to stash a couple thousand dollars away here in an HFA as a tax-protected, both going in and coming out later in retirement for health expenses, as I expect. I work in healthcare, and so I see that there's a lot of healthcare-related expenses in retirement. And I'm wondering if I can treat it as something, is this something I can open at Fidelity or Vanguard and 
just leave it there in a mutual fund for a couple decades and basically have a third pool of money in retirement to pull from. Can you talk a little bit about HSAs? That's what I would like to hear about. What did I tell you? Great questions. I mean, it's funny. The questions that we're getting for the podcast are actually better than the questions we get for the live show, which is wonderful. So anyway, thanks for the question. And HSAs, oh, I love the HSA. HSAs are so amazing. HSAs, actually, if you can't, if it comes down to doing an HSA, which is a, by the way, a health savings account, or an IRA, I would choose the HSA. If you can't afford to do both, do the HSA because... You put money into an HSA, and it's a tax deduction. You get to reduce your income by that amount. Then, if you spend the money in the HSA on medical expenses, it comes out tax-free. Yeah, tax-free. So it's like the best of an IRA with a Roth, except for medical care. Now, if you don't use the money in there, for medical care. It just keeps rolling ahead and rolling ahead. And that's a cool thing if you don't use it all because, uh, as the caller said, when you get older, your health expenses tend to rise. So you can use them for that down the road. And if you don't use all those, then after you're 65 years old, those monies can be used for anything. But if you use them for non-medical expenses, you will just pay taxes like you would on an IRA. Great deal. As for where you can go to set up your HSA, almost everybody has them. There are a couple things you need to bear in mind. To have an HSA, you need to have a qualified high deductible insurance policy. So check with your insurance agent or your company. Make sure you have that high deductible policy. Two, unlike an IRA, which when you're your age in your 30s, you can put all into aggressive vehicles if your risk tolerance can take it in an hsa you're going to need to have some of that money in shorter duration securities some of it's going to need to be in short-term government bonds for example or in a money market probably short-term government bonds that'd be the kind of fund i'd put it in but it's up to you so yeah great idea love hsas go get one you also had another question but when you ask that other question your phone call went so we don't know what you ask so that other question you can call and ask on a future podcast at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 and remember that is a 24-hour day seven day a week number you call you leave a voicemail with as much detail about your question as possible, and we'll use it on a future podcast. Okay? 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK, here on Talking Real Money Quick. Subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing, Real Investing Journal, at realinvestingjournal.com. Change is coming, yet the big banks, brokerage houses, and insurance companies ignore the industry's evolution to their own future peril. Investors are getting smarter. Active portfolio management is fading as investors realize that Wall Street doesn't know the future. They understand that high commissions and fees do not benefit them. Yet Wall Street keeps fiddling the same old tune while their business model goes up in flames. Take UBS. Rather than admitting that active management and high fees hurt their clients, they decide to start selling a product that combines the worst of ETFs 
and mutual funds called Next Shares from Eaton Vance. These exchange-traded funds are actively managed, which means that their expenses are twice the average of other similar equity ETFs, according to Morningstar. Plus, rather than investors knowing exactly what's in the portfolio, Eaton Vance obtained an exemption from the SEC, allowing them to only disclose holdings quarterly. Prior to 1975, 100% of mutual funds were actively managed. Today, that number is around 70% and is predicted to drop below 50% over the next decade. Investors are getting smarter and Wall Street needs to do the same. According to an in-depth study by the Wall Street Journal, Morningstar's star ratings are practically meaningless. Let's say you chose one of Morningstar's five-star funds five years ago. There was only a 12% chance that that fund would still garner five stars today. It was almost as likely that the fund's rating would have plummeted to the dreadful single star half a decade later. Five-star U.S. stock funds fared even worse. After five years, only 7% still sported the highest rating. What's the moral of this study? Past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about the future. There is no way to accurately and consistently predict the future, period. Since so many have a hard time taking this fact to heart, let me repeat, the future is unknowable. No financial guru, system, or rating can help you be in the right place at the right time or avoid the wrong place at the wrong time. The only thing we know is that the economy has always grown larger, so it only makes sense that if you own all the stocks that represent that economy, you improve your chance of making money in the future. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm Vestry at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. According to my definition, a real investment must have the ability to grow itself and or pay interest or dividends. My interpretation, therefore, excludes anything with a value tied exclusively to the whims of the marketplace. Since bitcoins, like gold or many other commodities, cannot make themselves worth more by increasing in size or becoming more productive, they aren't investments. Bitcoins are gambling. When more people want them, they rise in value. When demand falls, they are worth less. Putting money in bitcoins means that you're betting that more people will want the somewhat finite supply of these strange bits of data in the future. But what makes these particular entries on an electronic ledger valuable? Well, it's nothing more than a possibly fleeting mutual agreement between a few people who accept bitcoins as currency. If the same people decide that the next made-up currency is easier to use and more attractive, bitcoins will quickly be forgotten and those who hoarded them, like Beanie Babies, will be left holding a virtual bag of virtually worthless zeros and ones. Hi, everybody. I'm Don back again. Welcome back to Talking Real Money Quick, the podcast. We don't have the long podcast this week because they were preempted by a Washington Huskies football game, just like they will be next week. So you're going you're gonna to get the Talking Real Money Quick episodes. I'm going to give you two this week. This is the first of the two. And remember, you can call us at any time to get your financial investment money-oriented question answered at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And unlike all those other money-oriented shows out there, one, we're going to give you the straight truth absolutely as we see it. You're going to get my unvarnished opinion, and you're not ever going to get sold anything. We don't do that. 
So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and let's go to this episode's final caller. Hi, Don. Long-time listener. I appreciate all the knowledge. Fidelity recently come out with a couple of the zero index funds, in particular Fidelity Zero Total Market Index and Fidelity Zero International Index. And they claim to be zero expense ratio and no minimum to buy in. I wonder what are your thoughts on it. Thank you. Have a good day. Mm, do you smell a, a hint of desperation in the air? That's what Fidelity's new zero funds just smell desperate. One, zero's kind of a gimmick. They're going to lose money on these. I guarantee they're going to lose money on these. They're using them as an advertising loss leader to get people to start thinking of Fidelity again because Vanguard has been sucking all the oxygen out of the room. They really have. How much difference, though, is 1% from 20 basis points, 21 hundredths, two-tenths of a percent? Not a lot. The other problem I have, and I may be totally enamored with these funds down the road, here's the issue I have. My understanding of the Fidelity Zero funds, their U.S. and their international funds, is that they are not going to own the total market. That's an expensive proposition, owning all of the stocks in the market and then rebalancing those as their positions change. So here's what I understand they're doing. They're emulating the index. They are going to use an algorithm to create what is supposed to be a smaller group of stocks that act like the entire market. I don't know if that's going to work or not, and I don't know what they're going to have to make up that portfolio. And we won't know that until they've posted a full quarter of results because mutual funds don't have to tell you any of that stuff. Yeah, they are really cheap and they may be really, really great someday. Although, again, we're we're getting down to 10 and 20 basis points where it's hardly worth quibbling. And you can go to Vanguard and get a total global fund for two-tenths of a percent. That's a pretty good deal. So, yeah, I may be excited about them. I'm not going to be excited now. It smells like a gimmick. Yeah. And the other thing, these things have zero, zero minimum initial investment. Well, one, how do you invest zero? I guess it's 10 cents or 50 cents or a dollar. I'm sure it's actually a number. And I may love these for young people who are just getting started. That's the the place where I think I'm going to be excited about them is if you're putting 10 or $20 a month away and that's all you can afford to do, well, then by all means, take advantage of Fidelity. No minimum and zero fees? Yeah. But otherwise, if I had funds from Vanguard or Schwab or whomever, I'd probably just sit in those for a while and let's see in a few months how this all shakes out. Thanks so much to all of you for being a part of this edition, this short edition of Talking Real Money called Talking Real Money Quick. We'll do another one this week, and then next week we'll do one or two, and then we'll get back to having a regular podcast for you the week after that, and then who knows, throughout the rest of football season, your guess is as good as ours. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your week, and please, if you get an opportunity, share this podcast with friends. Subscribe. 
And, oh, I'd love it if you'd write a review. That would absolutely make my day. Every time I get it, we get a review for the podcast. It just feels great. And thanks for doing it to all of those you ha- all of those of you who have. It's been a long day today. Take care of yourself. I'm Don McDonald. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.